Okay, so I'm not a sports snob. Oh, that's a lie. I am a sports snob. So I'm not Mr. Hate Soccer Guy. I I respect the skill involved and I see the beauty in the game of soccer. Um, I, I see it and I respect it. That being said, I cannot get over a two-hour sporting event that ends in a 0-0 draw. I just, I cannot process this. And this has happened in the World Cup in the last few days, multiple times. It's, okay, so you're going birding Mm -hmm. for two hours and you don't Mm -hmm. see a single bird. Mm, It happens. Not really, but... (laughs) (laughs) Just, uh, you know, or just like imagine you're in youth group and you go two years without talking to a single girl. Wow. Can you imagine? I can't even imagine. I can't fathom that. (laughs) This is like, how is this acceptable? Like this is not, and and people, you know, will like, how do you even quantify like how you did in a game that ends zero, Mm. zero? I know they have like possession stats and like passing stats. And it was like, well, it was zero, zero. Like (laughs) people travel across the world to these world cup games and and this is like a once in a lifetime thing and you go in there and this is like the the culmination of your sports fandom and your patriotism for your country and you go in there and you sit for two hours and nothing happens for two hours it's Mm. zero to zero like what other sport does this happen like how is this acceptable as a sport i don't know and you you have found one of a few topics that I just don't really have any strong opinions about. <laughs> so, unfortunately, I don't really have anything to add to this. Is it the shorter list of uh, things I talk about that you do have strong opinions on? <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Things you specifically want to talk about. But in the grand scope of all of the topics. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to find like things to relate this to of like, you know, you go to like a fancy sit down restaurant mm-hmm. and you know, say you and Danny you went off your anniversary. Your food? Yeah, you and Danny come back. I was like, How was it? And you're like, Well, they just brought the food out and we just kinda smelled it and they never actually set it on the table. <laughs> we didn't didn't actually get to eat anything. But we sat there and it was fun. We we saw other people eating. Danny might have an opinion about this because he does enjoy soccer. So I think after he went to a few games, like, in person, that's when he started to enjoy it more. Just, mm-hmm. like, the experience of being there. So, yeah, he I'm might saying, have something to add. I'm, I'm not, like, snobbing out that soccer is not a sport. I mean, it, it's clearly a sport. It's just... Mm-hmm. I, I, can't, I can't accept this. I, can't, I just can't accept the 0-0 draw after mm. 90 minutes and, and change of just sitting there, like, what... Why? I wonder like, why if did anyone's ever addressed this because <laughs> you know it's not like <laughs> soccer is a fairly new game you know maybe someone hasn't already thought of this and addressed it somehow <laughs> well it's such a flaw that like when they're playing the knockout rounds you know it's such a common thing for both teams to just wall up defensively and play to a draw mm-hmm. that they have to have the shootout at the end and it's mm-hmm. like that I mean, that's barely the shootout is barely even soccer. Like it's just <laughs> guessing whether or not the guy's going to kick it to the right or to the left. <laughs> uh, that would be like if a basketball game mm-hmm. ended in a tie, and to settle it, 
at the end of overtime, if it was still tied, they had him play horse. <laughs> that would be fun, actually. I would enjoy watching that. You know, your team lost because somebody shot a left-handed three-pointer, and, and your, <laughs> your best player couldn't replicate a left-handed three-pointer. <laughs> I just don't get it. But whatever, there's a lot of things I don't get. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Well, um, this is a special episode because tomorrow's Thanksgiving and um, you've been working one million hours a day and I'm planning this episode by asking people to tell us what they're thankful for, which means I basically just let other people give me content to read. (laughs) (laughs) But I do have a few... A few random things. We can call it shoot the shoot if you want. Just things that have... Um, I, I just... Sometimes things come up in my mind and I just get out my phone. I have in my reminders app, I have a FSBT topics folder. And um, so let me, let me just see what we have because it would have been nice if I had this ready to go, huh? Okay. <laughs> we'll have edit I... this out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> I wasn't going to. <laughs> I I can't remember if I've talked about this. I try to check them off as I go. So please stop me if I have talked about this in the last six months. Okay. Have I talked about the phenomenon of men taking videos of themselves putting their daughter's hair? Yes. Into... Okay. I did talk about that. Check that off. <laughs> Oh, I won't drag I won't drag everybody through that again. Okay. We'll go straight to a food question. Alright. Is this is good for um Thanksgiving tomorrow. Is cornbread the most perfect food? <sighs> I <laughs> so I I have rekindled my love for cornbread in the last week or so. Okay, time. Could just quick time out. Just, just hang on, just a second. Okay. Okay, I'm literally subbing my wife in for this okay, one. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Hello. Happy Thanksgiving almost. <laughs> Hi. Okay, I just asked Matthew if cornbread is the most perfect food. And he brought I you in. Love cornbread, but only if it's in like a if it's jiffy mix. <laughs> yeah. I'm not picky, but I, I'm not a snob either. A fifty eight cent box of jiffy cornbread is perfect. I agree. Oh. See? I think we're right. I think and no one else eats the cornbread, only me. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Why? What's wrong with them? I don't know. It's I'm perfect. working on the littlest one. But... <laughs> you can have it like on the side of a dinner. You can have it for breakfast with honey on top. It's just, it's perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad that you're on my team for this. He's not I'm a glad fan. he brought you in because I don't want to argue with Matthew about cornbread. You shouldn't. It's <laughs> worthless. <laughs> I just make the cornbread for me and yeah, just exactly. make them something else that yeah, exactly. is not as good. <laughs> it's actually kind of nice when you find those things that nobody likes because then you don't have to share. 
<laughs> yeah, he just buys anything that's a weird flavor and no one will eat it. So <laughs> coconut ice cream and <laughs> random disgusting flavors that we won't eat. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I hope you All have right. a great Thanksgiving. You too. All right. Okay. See ya. Bye. I'm just going to do the rest of the episode with the angle like this. Perfect. If that's okay. <laughs> the... That would be inappropriate, so I won't do that. <laughs> Casey, my eyes are up here. <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate that, that you brought in someone to agree with me. I, well, I do what I can. I do what I can for you. Anyways, cornbread, wow. Cornbread, one of the foods that I ate nonstop during my childhood. And I don't dislike it, but like I ate it so much during my childhood, I just kind of moved on from it. Okay. I don't remember eating it a lot as a child, so. We had a very, very like deep south menu. Mm. And we were kind of poor growing up. So it was like cornbread every night. Cornbread and then like the the go-to dish was, I've I've said this before. Like white beans and. Well, that beans, yeah, but like the go-to dish was like sliced potatoes and sliced hot dogs. Okay. Baked in the oven. Oh, I didn't know this actually. That was like a really cheap southern Uh dinner uh and then cornbread. And then for dessert, we would put syrup on the cornbread. Yeah, that's why I said that to Kendra. I said it's perfect because you can like eat it on the side of a savory meal but you could also have it for breakfast with honey on top there you go yep (laughs) i also (laughs) do love things that are cheap so (laughs) (laughs) okay um you asked me to talk about this (laughs) that we just for the first time bought a new phone for one of our kids Our, our oldest turned 15 on Sunday and all of our kids have devices or Jane and George share one Um, but they've always been hand-me-downs like you know we just haven't gotten rid of our phones through the year so they have like you know 17 models ago of (laughs) of a phone Um, but we actually she got a new phone and a phone number so this is a first for us and I said, should I go on Twitter and brag that I <laughs> waited until 15 years old to get my kid a phone number? Because it's like, it's one of the new things that parents like to, you know, uh, <laughs> measure each other by. Like, when did you get your kid a phone? Oh, you already got your kid a phone? Could you please not buy your 10-year-old a phone so that my 10-year-old doesn't come home and cry about the fact that she doesn't have a phone? Can you do that voice the rest of the episode, please? <laughs> Anyways, so. I like it if you were the FSBT announcer and you announced the episode at the beginning <laughs> of this recording in that voice. <laughs> Like announced all the segments, and then and then announced us in that voice. Tonight we're doing gratitude. <laughs> and here's your hosts. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah, we we did it. We we took the plunge. Thank God for those. Like, <laughs> here you can pay five dollars a month for a new phone. It's not the brand newest model. It's like a couple back, but 
still. Have we figured out how they're not out of phone numbers yet? How to not what? Have we figured out why they're not out of phone numbers yet? I think it's because people die. Hmm. Well, recently, um, we have in our area now three area codes. So when I was in like, I think it was like maybe late high school, they added, we're 407 and they added 321 for us, for our, for Central Florida. And now they have another one, like 689 or something. But so, yeah. Do you guys have to do 10? This is, this is a special question. I was just going to say, can you please repeat all the area codes for our listeners? Do you have to do 10 digit dialing? locally no i don't think so no so you can just like oh see that's fascinating we've had to do 10 digit dialing for for so long actually that's like a brain teaser now i'm trying to imagine like well it's different (laughs) for me because because... when you actually punch in the numbers you just like look it up on your phone and then hit call I'm, I'm not the right I don't know if this changes for me. This is fascinating audio for the listeners. They're just, they're on the edge of their seat. This is what but they come for. <laughs> I have a different area code for my cell phone than the area that I'm actually in. Yeah. So I think I might actually have, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm good with this topic. I'm not going to offer anything else. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You don't want to tell the listeners where you live, your address? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably could. It'd probably be fine. I've said I'm in Orlando enough that people could definitely just look me up because property records are public. So it's fine. Well, nobody's coming to Backwoods, Alabama, so I think I'm fine. They're not. Either way. We're not coming here either. It's too hot. Who who, who wants to come here? There's like 50 million people in Orlando, too. So (laughs) what better place for an introvert? Maybe not 50 million, but it's quite a few. Okay. So another, just a. I need help. (laughs) You know this story too, but twice in the last three months, maybe, I have left my wallet in a place. And the first time, okay, let me back up. I don't like carrying a purse. Okay. This is my, this is my, the root of all my problems. (laughs) I don't want to carry a purse. So it's just a purse is just a a way for me to collect garbage and wear a bag of garbage. And I don't want to do that. So my first wallet that I left at Publix was like a little one that could fit in my back pocket. Like just enough. It has like just enough room for like my license, debit card, one other card. It's great. And I left it at Publix and thankfully they had it, you know. This most recent time, I had a bigger wallet that, like, has a place for my phone, and I left it at Dollar Tree. So I had gone to Dollar Tree before a kid's birthday party, our our daughter's birthday party, like, getting, like, trying to get some tablecloths, you know, class. Everything's a dollar twenty-five now, but still. So it was before I was going to pick up one of my kids from school, and I, so I had, like, an armful of stuff, and then... Like, go around the corner and I see the line. Because, you know, they don't care at Dollar Tree. They, they, they do not care. You, you can wait for 45 minutes. They don't care. <laughs> so I see the line. I'm like, well, I'm not going to be able to wait in this line and make it on time to pick up. So I set all my stuff down. 
and I set my wallet down with all my stuff and didn't realize it till the next day because I didn't go anywhere else. <sighs> so the next day I had what we like to call a tantrum about <laughs> my lost wallet, turning the house upside down. Finally, like, I know it's a Dollar Tree. We go to Dollar Tree and I ask them and the ladies are like, no, nobody turned anything in. I'm like, so I walk out and walk back in. I'm like, can we check the office? Like, because they just said no to me as if, like, is it like, that's just yesterday. This is today. How do you know? <laughs> so I was like, can we just check the office? So she opens the door to the office. Have you been in a Dollar Tree recently? <laughs> and it's, it's exactly what you would imagine a Dollar Tree office to look like. It's... It's it's a lot. It's nope. just very unorganized and a lot. She's like, no, it's not here. I'm like, okay. So later that day, first of all, in this process, I open Amazon Prime and add to my Christmas wish list an Apple tag and the little card. You can, because you can fit Apple tags to lots of things and they make like an actual like credit card type thing. You can put an Apple tag in. <laughs> so I added those to my Christmas list. And then later that night, I sent Danny to Walmart for a few things. And I assumed it was going to take a long time because Danny's not the grocery shopper in our family, which I have lots of funny stories about that too. <laughs> I think we should do a <laughs> I think we should do a segment where I bring him in and I ask him what he thinks the prices of things are. It would be literal gold. Okay. Instead <laughs> of the grocery store, he's gone forever. Like, wow. This is like an extra level of <laughs> And he came back with my wallet. He went back to Dollar Tree, asked again, and they had it. So Yeah. Danny's a real one, and also I need help. I need help to stop leaving my wallet places. I'm going to get my mom's church purse from 1991. <laughs> I know exactly it's, what this purse looks like. I think our I think our listeners do as well. Mm -hmm. It smells of pennies and double mint gum. Mm -hmm. I need I need it. I just and don't want just it. it I don't. I I'll you carry also... a purse when I, like, need to, but day in and day out, like, a purse just to go into a store for one minute? Well, you know, as an introvert, it's, it's actually dual purpose for you because you can crawl in the purse and zip it up and hide from people. <laughs> the church purse, yeah, I definitely could. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Anyways, that's, those are my random topics and stories to entertain our listeners. I know they all wanted to know the saga of my <laughs> wallet and my forgetfulness. Oh, gosh. Okay. So I did a call for um, people to share what they're thankful for. And I read them today and they made me so happy. And I'm so excited to read them. Do you, did you bring some? I just have like bullet. I'm not, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking, but just like thankful for this and this and this and this and this. Yeah. Okay. I can, I can talk more about mine if you want me to. <laughs> okay, let me start with, do you want to read any of these or you just want me to go? Your voice is better tonight. Why don't you just go ahead oh, and go? Oh, it's so good. You know why? Because I did nothing today except sit around and wait for you. 
<laughs> and, and you actually did that all day, so I appreciate that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm an idiot and closed my email. So uh, Laura from Canada sent hers over email, and she reminded us that uh, it's this isn't the real Thanksgiving. The real Thanksgiving is in October. I guess that's when Canadian Thanksgiving is. Mm. <laughs> I should be doing all of this on my phone. My computer's running at a very special pace. Okay. Hey, Casey, I hope Canadians can participate, even though we already had Thanksgiving. Like, what am I going to say? No, I'm sorry. I'm not reading this. Okay. Number one, I am thankful for real Thanksgiving being in October it spreads out the big family feasts. I think the subtext there is also the big family gatherings. <laughs> spreads them out. I agree. That would be that that sounds better. Let's move let's move American Thanksgiving. Number 2, I'm thankful that the powers that be at Microsoft know their demographic and have kept the hotmail.com domain going. I've used it since 1997. I don't want to type in outlook.live.com. I don't want any change. I just want to keep typing Hotmail. So thank you. It's the little things. I love it. And then number three, I'm thankful to the FSBT crew, including guests and contributors of all kinds for keeping this podcast going. That's so great. Of which she is one. She is. She definitely is. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna transition to my phone because I don't want to have to keep going back and forth in Windows and not being able to see you. Okay, the rest are all in our DMs. Um, I want to speak to. Oh, you're looking at that. I want to speak to what Laura said. Just thanking okay. us for keeping the podcast going. Um, I'm really thankful for the community of people who listen to this because. Um, I'm sure you can probably identify with this. Like some, there's some times where it's like, it's, it's kind of stressful to plan and e- yeah. execute. Yeah. And, and sometimes like I'm excited to do it. Sometimes it's like, ah, gotta do yeah. this, gotta do this. It's a slog. But like, it is a slog sometimes, but I always feel good afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it like, it's really cool to just see people, you know, eight years later who yeah. are still listening, yeah, having fun, listening and having fun. And I agree. just the, the random comment sometimes where it's like this is one thing that doesn't suck thank you for mm-hmm. just being silly and not taking mm-hmm. yourself too seriously yeah so I... that, that always makes me feel good me too and it feels like it's just a, a good place that we've created i agree i'm very thankful that this podcast is consistently fun okay this is from our other laura the laura in ohio I'm thankful for, one, Matthew and Casey and the only podcast I listen to regularly. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, how easy it is to get ebooks from the library on my phone. (laughs) Yes. And number three, the new bluey balloon that's going to be in the Thanksgiving parade. What I love about, like, (laughs) the way that I think I touched on this when I did like my pour my heart open a few episodes ago is that 
like the way that my gratitude has changed is just I'm just thankful for I I don't feel dumb or silly like just being thankful for all of the things so these are all making me so happy okay (laughs) uh Jennifer Clark says I'm thankful for Matthew and Casey who somehow know how to get me to laugh when life is hard and our male slash female hashtag friendship goals (laughs) (laughs) I love it that was Jennifer uh justine says i'm thankful to be in a full-time job with paid holidays paid holiday days off after years of part-time service industry jobs and no paid holidays and having my grandparents around for another round of holidays i don't take that for granted these days awesome that's that's so nice i yes i miss my grandparents Shout out to you, Justine. Get, yes. Getting that, getting that bag. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is not a gratitude one. This is a question, and we'll come back to it maybe if we have time. Becca says, "I'm here to say I'm thankful for my dog, Toffee. He is the light of my life." Becca recently got a dog, and his name is Toffee. He's really cute. <sighs> I'm also here to say I'm thankful that I'm better than all these other bitches on Twitter. (laughs) And also I'm thankful for my new BFF, Gem City Jacob. And then, like, five seconds later, we got a DM from Jacob, Gem City Jacob. I'm thankful for my BFF, Becca. So, Becca and Jake have been, they've been uh, connecting and becoming friends, which is so great. I love it. I will. I will vouch for both of those. Yeah, both of those people. Good people. Absolutely. Both of them. Okay. Um, AJ says, "Thankful we made it through another year of parenting. Our oldest is eight and a half, and youngest is two and a half. Ooh. With that six-year age gap, I forgot kids become a different species from eighteen months to three years. Survival is a go at the, a goal at this point, and we made it." Hashtag blessed and stressed. <laughs> yes. Yes to all of that. You for, If you have like a little bit of a gap, you forget really, really quickly the, what the stages are like. And <laughs> when we hit three with George, I didn't know if we were going to, if we were going to survive. <laughs> so I'm right there with you, AJ. Yeah. Why do people I say it's the terrible twos? It's not the terrible no, twos. It starts no. at three. Oh. The twos just are like the ramp up. <laughs> they're pretty, they're, when they're not mobile, they're pretty harmless, actually. Yeah. It's just when they get mobile and ornery, that's when mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yes. Okay. I think every every parent is just kind of misses when you could set them on the floor and like they can't go anywhere. <laughs> oh, I think George was my only one I could do that with. All the other ones, like crawled before they sat up like this weird this weird developmental thing they were mo- they were mobile before they sat straight up just yeah they're all mobile now 
Uh, actually, they're not. They're pretty sedentary. If you give them a screen, they'll sit still all day. It's incredible. Okay, some some part of that was extremely ableist. I'm not sure what part of it, but some part of that was oh extremely gosh, ableist. Bro, you stop it. I okay. Jennifer, this is this is part of the male female friendship. Is I have to really keep her in line. <laughs> she just says offensive things nonstop on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> James. <laughs> <laughs> says grateful for being able to say yes to opening our home to a nine-year-old who now calls us mom and dad first yeah. kid we have had also for her three sisters who all light up when they see us and come running at different homes okay didn't know it felt that good to be that loved by littles before that's awesome so we got a, a foster mm-hmm. adoption thing going on mm-hmm. that's, that's awesome yeah that's wonderful I think there's very few things that um, reflect the love of Christ Mm -hmm. more than families who, Mm -hmm. I mean, any family, but specifically Christian families. That's, that's, I mean, what can you do to reflect the love of Christ more than open your home up and take care of somebody? Right. Yeah. Okay. I think this is the last one. Teresa. Said, not sure if it's too late to submit this, but I'm thankful for blood pressure medicine. Between quitting a stressful job, moving back in with my parents while I job hunt, the bombardment of fall political ads, and Carmen once again being overlooked for people's sexiest man alive, my blood pressure has been a roller coaster these past few months. Teresa, I want you to sit down. Carmen is not alive. <laughs> so okay. he's out of the running. Okay, three things. First of all, Carmen is still is still alive. He just temporarily transitioned to the <laughs> other side. Okay. Uh number two, he is the sexiest man in our hearts. So that's where <laughs> that counts. And number three is I hope that's not the job that Justine got. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one because there's like I, I like I think that if you need medication, you should take it. <laughs> I'll just say that. I saw a post where talking about like med- medicine as a common grace, where it's just like something that we have available to us at this point in history, and we shouldn't turn our noses up at it. You know. Well, that's that's weird because before the episode, you're telling me that you think depression is a choice. I hate you. We need to start a new Zoom call. <laughs> we need to start a new Zoom call <laughs> so I can go through my thankful list. <laughs> All right, I'll see you in a minute. Okay. Okay, so um, I like to apologize in advance because these, these are relatively serious. Oh, okay. I know I have a, a certain uh, reputation to uphold on this <laughs> podcast. Um, I'm going to have to yeah. redo mine. I don't have one serious one. Jeez. <laughs> and don't you feel ashamed? No, I don't at all. I can come up uh, with them because I just all, also all I do all day is just look for things to be thankful for so I don't lose my mind. Okay, well, first of all, let's be thankful that um, uh, Tank Top Night at <laughs> FSBT is... <laughs> I think it's a smashing success. Uh, Casey and I just uh, said, you know what? To heck with sleeves. We're going. 
I just took a screenshot, so if you need to use that for something, it'll be available. <laughs> Should I censor uh, all four of our shoulders? Yes, just, absolutely. Just like, put something over the shoulders? Yeah, blur them out, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm thankful that my family has everything that we need right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we joke a lot on the podcast about how we kind of take turns driving the struggle bus with various <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we have everything we need and I'm thankful for that. Um, you know, been times where we didn't have, mm-hmm. well, I don't want to say we didn't have what we need. Like we never went hungry or anything, right. but we've had hard times mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm, just thankful that we have yeah enough yeah enough uh thankful for i think for my marriage and i was thinking about this like how to be super specific about it in oh, okay. that i'm taking um, notes so i can just copy these <laughs> i'm just thankful that like as as you grow with another person that you just sort of learn how to work around people mm. and just little things like, uh, I was just thinking, like, what are small things that I'm thankful for in the marriage? That uh, every Thursday when I get paid, I bring home chocolate for Kendra. Mm-hmm. Just, like, a little thing of chocolate or something that I find yeah. for. And, like, every holiday, um, like Thanksgiving, she always makes macaroni and cheese. And <laughs> we'll sub- yeah. you know, shoehorn that into the dinner somehow. Yeah. At the expense of some other side. Corn just bread. because she knows that. <laughs> she gives up her cornbread. <laughs> She just knows that I like it. And even yeah. if it doesn't fit with, you know, whatever we're having, she'll just make macaroni and cheese because she knows that I like it. It's Danny's opening special. his email right now to let us know that macaroni and cheese goes with everything. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Uh, thankful that my oldest has a place to play basketball right now. Yeah. Uh, I won't go through that story again, but that was <laughs> pretty rough there for a minute. But yeah, it's a, it's a good situation now. Thankful for that. Thankful that my middle child and I have been connecting lately on video games. She is, nice. she's my introvert, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's, sometimes it's more of a challenge to connect with an introvert. No, um, imagine that what that might be like. I can't. I I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, and I'm thankful that my youngest one um, is making some progress with her speech. She's yeah, um, the baby. A lot mm-hmm. of uh, kind of grew up pointing and grunting at things, and everybody mm-hmm. just interpreted it for her. Right. Um, but she's been doing speech therapy and is starting to pronounce her letters more clearly. That's great. And that just that means a lot to me as a dad, just to see her yeah. progressing. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot to be thankful for. For sure. I already said I was thankful for uh, the podcast listeners and... You know, thankful that I have a podcast partner who will uh, plan the episode when... (laughs) If we can call this planning. (laughs) When I don't know what day of the week it is. I'm Yeah, I'm thankful that your busy week didn't fall on my horrible week, which was last week. (laughs) Where we just just said, sorry guys, we don't have an episode for you. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to... I'm going to try and bring some serious ones in the end, but I am going to read you my list exactly like it is. (laughs) Tonight when I was making dinner, (laughs) I can't believe I wrote this down after you just said your wonderful, beautiful, heartfelt list. 
It's a recipe I've only, this is only the second time I've made it, so I didn't actually buy everything I needed, but I had the exact perfect amount of cheese that I needed for the recipe. And I was just really thankful. Huh? These are the kind of things that I, I call them like breath prayer prayers <laughs> that I just am all day like, thank you. Thank you. Because why not? I'm thankful for... Uh, Laura mentioned the library for how easy it is to get books on her phone. I'm thankful that the library kind of gives me the rush of what it feels like to steal. Because every oh, time goodness. I go to the library, I feel like I'm stealing. I, I haven't gotten over it yet. I haven't gotten over that feeling yet. I didn't grow up going to the library a lot that I can remember. So <clears throat> this has been something that's <laughs> been in the last few years that I've formed a love affair with the library and I get to go and just take books out. And they let me. It's amazing. It's because literally everything in life outside of relationships, hopefully, or is a transaction. Everything. You don't go anywhere and do anything and it not be a transaction. So... Okay. Have they asked you to move along from the National Geographic section? <laughs> Ma'am. Ma'am, Ma please. Ma'am. <laughs> My branch uh, that I go to is very small. I don't think they have any National Geographics. <laughs> okay. Um, so we took our oldest to Disney on Monday for her birthday. And... Uh, there's a show at Hollywood Studios called Fantasmic. It's my all-time favorite Disney show because it has the absolute best music. So I'm thankful for Bruce Healy who wrote that music for that show. That I can't believe you stole that one from me. I was God, just about to say that. I, like, it just it's it's so good, and I'm just <laughs> thankful for him that God used his creative mind to make something so wonderful. Okay. I'm going to skip that one. Uh, I'm thankful for good men. Good men. All seven of you are doing a really <laughs> good job. <laughs> I tried to do it with a straight fist, but I couldn't. <laughs> no. No, but seriously. Um... Yeah, our, I, I feel like I can relate to a lot of the things that you said, like our family having what we need. I read this thing on Instagram last night, which Instagram, kill me, <laughs> but it was about, it was about how we live in a scarcity mindset and we think like, even though we've always had what we needed, we think this is the last day. This is the last day I'm going to have what I need. Mm -hmm. And it it hit me because I feel like worrying about money has like become part of my personality in a not fun way. Like even when we're more than fine, I'm still like, mm -hmm. okay, but how long is this going to last? Just yeah. because of the nature of Danny's work and I'm always like worrying. And I read that last night. I was like, what if I just stopped that that mindset of... You've always had what you needed, but today's the last day that you're going to have what you need. So we do have what we need, and I'm thankful, like you said. 
Um, it's been a big transition year for us with our kids going to public school for the first time. And um, it's been amazing. Like, it's been really, really good for everybody. Uh, I... I think that I have a lot of a, I have a much lower capacity than I was admitting for like what I can handle as far as everyone's needs and questions. And, um, so I was taking things on that needed to be outsourced to the wonderful public school teachers. And now I can just be mom, which has been great. And also the kids are thriving, especially George. He's living his best kindergarten life, and it's really fun. It's really, really fun. <laughs> so, yeah, and Danny, just, wow. I don't even know. I don't feel like anything I say about Danny sounds trite. He's just, he's good to me. He takes really good care of me, so I'm a pill. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can relate maybe a little to feeling like you're like the grumpy one in the relationship, like, you know, the one who maybe is a little bit more to put up with sometimes. Uh, the way I put it is this. My extended family likes Kendra more than they like me. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't blame them. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Yeah, I'm just, I'm thankful for where I am, that I can, that I can, like, look at these small dumb things and pour out a bag of cheese into a measuring cup and be like, wow, I have exactly how much cheese I need for this stupid recipe. Like, it would matter. It wouldn't matter. It's not like I'm cooking Michelin star meals in there, but, you know, just, yeah, so... Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> You're supposed to say happy Thanksgiving back. Don't you, do you ever watch You've Got Mail? Come on. Oh, gosh. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving is... back. Tom Hanks' hair situation in that movie was a little suspect. <laughs> I think we talked about that on the, on the podcast episode I was on for Danny's podcast when we did You've Got Mail. There was a... There was like a time period of like mid to late 90s to the early 2000s where they hadn't quite figured out the hair plug technology yet. <laughs> and we had some, some kind of yeah. suspicious hair situations going on. It's just, I kind of miss that era when leading men could be like not perfect looking, you know? They could look like Tom Hanks and be in a role and everybody would go to the movie. Like, is there anything like that now? I don't even know who the leading men are right now. That's true. It just feels like, it feels like everybody's a character actor. I don't yeah. know who, like, the... That's true. Like, the, everything's so very, like, specialized mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Like, Timothy Chalamet is like, oh, look at the young, pretty boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, if you need yeah. an action star, it's very clearly who the action stars are. Yeah. It's very yeah. clearly delineated. Yeah. 
Anyways, oh. we've got off on a tangent. <laughs> it's not hey, like us. What, are, what time are we at? Because I have a question we can end with. In the... Like 45 or so. Okay. Yeah, we're at 45. Okay, let's end with this question that was sent to us from... This is Seth, but I don't, I don't know which Seth this is. I'm sorry to say. Okay, he asks us. So, let's say Matt Chandler makes his comeback in January... That means the elders found it appropriate for him to step away for five months due to being friends with a woman. How long do you guys think he'd be forced to step away if the elders caught him listening to FSBT? It's <laughs> 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 like a double whammy. It's a it's a it's FSBT, but the podcast host is a male and a female who are friends. Ooh. It's just. <laughs> probably depends on which episode right i mean is it the episode where uh casey said don't eat that pussy <laughs> <laughs> all time all timer yeah or was it the I episode feel like where i'm not i'm i i don't i don't know if i have any of that creativity left in me <laughs> or was it the episode where matthew got weepy for 20 minutes talking about everything he's grateful for Stop. It was so lovely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to make you do that know. every episode. You're, I'm going to make you start coming with a gratitude list every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Our new podcast will be called Gratitank. It's gratitude and tank tops. <laughs> We'll start our own podcast network, and it'll be uh, Bird Fooditude and Gratitank. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> Are you going to be able to sleep tonight? That's what I want to know. Um, After your yeah, four-hour so. nap. <laughs> I, I, well, this, I was in the bed for several hours, but it was punctuated by people banging on the door yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. in. Yeah. So it wasn't just solid sleep. I know how that is. I hate naps. I hate trying to take naps. So does Danny. You guys have similar them. sleep things. I just feel so gross. I feel like my insides are dirty when I wake up from a nap. <laughs> I always just feel very thirsty and I need a sugar snack immediately when I get up from a nap. Mm. That's weird. My body has no idea what time it is when I take a nap. <laughs> I'm just like unsettled for the rest of the day. All right. So I believe we are heading towards uh, Christian Suite of the Year. And yes. the people people are uh, begging for another FSBT movie night, I think. I know. What should we think, do? Well, let's get through Tweet of the Year. And then okay. maybe if we've got time, maybe that could be like our like another last Christmas episode. movie? Yeah, something like that. That may even have to be a Christmas movie. It could just be like our Christmas tradition where we do. Yeah, but uh, I don't watch any movies that aren't Christmas movies in December. No, that's a lie. <laughs> but it is almost time to read The Christmas Carol, which I'm very excited about. What a great story. What a great story. Yes. I, I normally like poo-poo things like that, but I am 100% all the way there for A Christmas Carol. Good. I'm happy it's to just... hear that. I mean, I'll talk about why I don't like hymns and why people from history are horrible, but um, <laughs> I, I love A Christmas Carol. It's good. It's because it's so good. It really is. It makes me like just 
in kind of in awe of Charles Dickens of like the the ghosts and mm-hmm. the timelines mm-hmm. and weaving all that together. Mm-hmm. You know, because at this point we've become so desensitized to that. Yeah. Story mechanism mm-hmm. to just break that out is amazing. What I love about old stories like that, and just old books in general, super old books, is that humans don't change. Like the core of us, <laughs> the core of who we are and what drives us and our needs, and it doesn't change. So the truths are still there, even though, you know. It's a different world. We live in a different world. You can still derive so much from from what's there. Mm-hmm. So, I love it. A little tidbit to end on. I was reading about The Christmas Carol, and one of the people who Ebenezer Scrooge was based on was this famous miser uh-huh. in England, and he was worth, you know, the equivalent of millions, whatever, whatever but was so like mentally unstable with money that like he was so cheap that even though he was worth like millions of dollars, he would pinch pennies to the, to the point where like one time his cat like drug a rat out of the sewer or something. And he ate the rat to try to save money. That's, that's disgusting. And actually got like really sick because he (laughs) (laughs) got sick and died from eating a rat because he was too cheap to go buy a chicken. (laughs) yeah basically (laughs) i did see a tweet um that was like talking about (laughs) billionaires like you can get new new skin new teeth new hair basically life everything in life to your preferences and it cognitively it has to be the equivalent of getting kicked in the head by a horse every day It's like what it does to your brain to have everything to your preferences all the time. And I hadn't thought about it like that way. Yeah. And and we've talked about it too. Like just having nobody in your life to tell you no. Right. Right. Like what that that just kind of makes people crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I think I'm going to be all right for the next little bit. (laughs) Right. Tonight we're doing gratitude. (laughs) (laughs) And here's your hosts.